Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. You cannot split the baby. That's not how this works. And I don't know why anybody is thinking that Governor Eric Holcomb, well, he did this, but he did do that. So therefore, you know, everything is good and fine and terrific. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Standing up for what is right takes standing up for what is right. And that is not what Governor Eric Holcomb has done. He's done less than. Less than his job. Less than decency prescribes. But Tony, he signed the bill. Constitutional carry is now law. How difficult was it to engage the idea of constitutional carry? The Second Amendment says exactly what it says. That the right of the people to keep and bear arms, you know, shall, shall ever last. What do do I need? Do I need to do it full? I'll I'll do it full just to just to make everybody happy. You know, I was I was almost going to go into a Biden thing. I actually changed my mind halfway through. It could be like you know uh, the thing, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Goes on. And on and on. It lasts forever. When I tell you that I have no quarter on the Second Amendment, I mean it. Shall not be infringed is just that. It lasts. And the people who try to put some kind of regulation on the Second Amendment are people who don't believe that the Constitution has value. Because they try to engage some kind of impingement upon it, not through the only way you can, which is, of course, the amendment process. The 18th and the 21st being our perfect examples. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It is so good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, rumble.com slash Tony Katz. Be sure you check that out, rumble.com slash Tony Katz. The 18th Amendment was prohibition. Boo! The 21st Amendment was the repeal of the 18th. And that... Yes! 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 ...is pretty damn awesome. The point is, is that it got debated, it got discussed, and the country said, let's get rid of alcohol. And then it got debated, and it got discussed, and the people said, we're too sober for this crap, let's drink. And that is how you make a change. So when we engage the idea of creating laws to keep people from uh, utilizing their Second Amendment rights, it is, of course, nonsense. It is barbaric because what it is saying is, is that the Constitution can be put on a shelf. Exactly what we saw from those people who looked at a virus and they said a virus Oh, my goodness gracious. My God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! We can't utilize the Constitution when there's a virus. 
That's that's when you don't have a constitution. You just let so-called smart people be in charge and tell you how to run your life. And trust me, we've heard a lot about the so-called smart people and how they want to run your life. Those smart people are the people like Dr. Fauci who want to get back into a conversation of, well, you know, uh, maybe masks aren't such a bad idea. Significant surge, particularly one that might result in increased hospitalizations. We have to be prepared to pivot and perhaps reinstitute some of those restrictions. I mean, he's already into it, deep into this conversation about bringing us back to mask mandates, as if we haven't learned our lesson. Mask mandates don't work. Mask mandates don't stop COVID. Masks don't stop COVID. But if you want to wear one, well, go wear one. Live your life. Force me to wear one, no. Force my kids to wear one, no. Force other people to wear one, no. Stop being so special. Stop caring so much about me. I got this covered, thank you. We are, are in, in, in many ways lost on this idea of the Second Amendment because we have members of Congress who think they can do something to make us safer. I'm not safer without the Second Amendment. I will never be safer without the Second Amendment. Never once, never ever. And that's why these people need to be pushed back on. That's why they need to be fought. If they're really serious about doing something about the Second Amendment, let them create the amendment to counteract. The process is there. The system works. We've seen it work. So, go about it. But they never go about it because they know they can't win it that way. That's why Governor Eric Holcomb signing constitutional carry, which means you don't need a permit. And I agree, you don't need a permit from the state to have your rights. There's, is, there is still a background check that takes place. But you don't need a permit from the state. You can still get one because that, uh, that would let you have reciprocation with other states to carry across state lines. So, for example, I have an Indiana permit and I have a Utah permit. I sat for the class. I did the whole thing. Because the Utah permit is much more all-encompassing and allows you uh, reciprocation with, with, with more states in, in, a, in a more full way. Um, but Indiana's been good for me. It's a license to carry a firearm. It's, you know, it's not about concealed carry. It's, it's silence on the concept of, of concealed carry. Right? They're, they're silent on whether it's concealed or whether it's open carry in the state of Indiana. You can still get one. It doesn't stop you from getting one. And I've disagreed with law enforcement, uh, like the superintendent of the Indiana State Police, Doug Carter. Uh, nice guy. He's been good to me. I appreciate him. I'd have a cigar with that guy anytime. I just think he was wrong about this. That's, that's how rational people talk. We, we, we agree on this. We disagree on the other. We move on with our day. Show me the person who is disagreeing about protecting kids. And I will show you the person who shouldn't be around children. This is why I say, Governor Holcomb can't, we, we can't split the baby, and Governor Holcomb is trying. Signing the law about constitutional carry was the easiest thing Governor Eric Holcomb could have ever done, ever. It was easy. It wasn't even a question. And if it was, how much weaker is this guy than I know? Now, you could say to me, Tony, you're just angry he won't come on the show. Did you hear the latest? 
He's going to Israel and Slovakia. He's, he's taking a, uh, um, a, a trip uh, to try and attract more business. And, and we asked him. My executive producer, Matt Hiblin, wrote him an email, wrote to, to, the, to the governor's office, um, to the press secretary, wanting to, you know, Tony Katz was hoping to, to interview Governor Holcomb about his trip to Israel and Slovakia. We can do it live. We can pre-record. Here's some of the things Tony wants to talk about. Here's an article discussing the trip so you know what we're talking about. Please let me know if Tony might get a few minutes over the phone with Governor Holcomb to discuss. Matt, uh, my executive producer, finishes up by saying, I am grateful for your time and look forward to hearing from you. The response from the press secretary. Hi, Matt. The governor is unavailable at this time. Thank you. We didn't even put in a time. What do you mean unavailable at this time? We didn't say today. We asked if we could get on on the schedule. But nope, Governor Holcomb won't even talk to us. He won't talk to us. He will not address us. No, not, not us, you. He won't talk to me. No, no, he won't talk to you. Even about something that I like what he's doing. So clearly for Governor Holcomb, you're either completely, I mean, that's very Trump, right? You either love everything I do or you're out. Well, I'm out. Because vetoing this bill, House Bill 1041, protecting children, not just young girls, protecting all children. You can't split the baby. Governor Holcomb is just wrong and his logic is, is irrational. So 1041 said that if you're a boy, you play in boy sports. If you're a girl, you play in girl sports, right? That's how you do this. And we're seeing across the country, whether it's this Leah Thomas conversation or seeing in other places, including high schools, where you have boys deciding that they're girls, which they are not, and then wanting to compete. And that is an attack on women in sports. It's an attack on girls in sports, and it's wrong. It is wrong wrong boys are not girls and girls are not boys children cannot decide their own gender and the adults who are trying to push this are among some of the most horrific people out there who support this the aclu of indiana said they were going to sue if uh if uh governor holcomb signs this thing let them sue what are they actually doing? They're, they're suing to say that girls should take second-class status? Because that's what they're suing for. Does no one know how to fight the ACLU? Scared of these people? Stop it. Well, Governor Holcomb is a man who's afraid. Because he decided, his logic stated, that after thorough review, I find no evidence to support either claim, even if I support the overall goal. What's he talking about? He is saying that the claim that we need to protect the integrity of girls' sports and the ability of girls to compete, well, that doesn't exist. He supports the goal, but no evidence to support the claim, so therefore we don't need the legislation. After all, uh, the Indiana High School uh, uh, Sports Authority, right, the IHSAA, they've got rules about this. Well, how soon before those rules are attacked? The legislation was about the codifying, the protecting of girls in sports and the protecting of children because children cannot decide their gender. 
yet the Indiana Democratic Party, yet the ACLU, and clearly way too many in education think that they can. So Governor Holcomb had an opportunity here to sign this legislation and to help protect kids all the way across the board. He had the opportunity here to make sure that we are saying that children can't decide their gender because they cannot. Children should be able to take uh, hormones, puberty blockers, all absolutely not. They should be allowed to disfigure themselves, absolutely not. They're children. Why would you do this to children? Well, the Indiana Democratic Party, it seems to me, based on their statement, is fine with doing this to children. This is Mike Schmuel, chairman of the Indiana Democratic Party. They put out the statement. It's encouraging to see Governor Eric Holcomb tell his party that their culture wars have crossed the line. Signing House Bill 1041 into law would have put the lives of our children in jeopardy. However, this unnecessary debate has set a tone with kids that being transgender means something is wrong with them. It must be said that nothing is wrong, and being transgender is exactly how God created you and is exactly who you are born to be. It must be said? No. Children must be loved and must be protected more of, most often from themselves. The idea, the idea that it must be said is to codify the idea that children can determine their gender, which they cannot. And adults need to protect them. And Governor Eric Holcomb was in the position to protect them. And he said, no, thanks. I'm not willing to go down that road. I'm not willing to stand up for you young girls. I'm not willing to stand up for women. I'm not willing to stand up for children in general. I'm not willing to stand up to the Indiana Democratic Party, even though I won re-election with 60-plus percent of the vote. I'm not willing to stand up to other members uh, in, in, in my party who want to push this kind of nonsense on children. I'm not willing to stand up to the media scrutiny that might call me names and not invite me to a party. The weakness, the shame, the despicable maneuvering of Governor Eric Holcomb in this case. There's a reason I referred to him as Midwest Jeb. To veto this legislation is madness. And already people are speaking out. Already they're saying the thing, Congressman Jim Banks I'm disappointed with Governor Holcomb's veto of a common-sense bill that frankly doesn't go far enough to save women's sports. My hope is that the Indiana General Assembly will meet soon to override the veto and send a message to the rest of the nation that Indiana values women. Uh, I hope they override the veto as well. But this, this message from Congressman Banks, if anything has me saying, ooh, he's taking a look at Governor for 2024. It's this right here. I think we might hear some other people uh, jump in on this conversation. But no matter what somebody does about running for governor in 2024, I want to talk about Eric Holcomb running for Senate in 2024 and just let you know that the answer is no. No. Not without my voice being loud and clear that he is simply unwelcome.
that leadership is necessary in troubling times and in good times. Staying the course, engaging a vision, protecting kids, being rational, and saying that boys are not girls and girls are not boys and men are not women and women are not men is paramount. Amongst many other subjects where you must speak clearly and with focus. And at the moment to do that, Governor Holcomb said no to Hoosiers. And that's why Hoosiers need to say no to him on any future political maneuvering he has. He's got two years left in the governor's chair, and then he can go enjoy private life. I'm Tony Katz.